Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Hey, Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, taped live at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. Quick reminder, tomorrow's kind of a special day. We got two things going on. Number one, we got uh, uh, the King of the Ring 1996 uh, uh, Going In Raw retro review. That's going to be going up. Uh, wherever podcasts can be found, and of course, on the YouTube. We've already filmed it. First thing and in the morning the, is going up. First thing in the morning. And the reason why we film that for tomorrow is because uh, we're going to be getting together live at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern for the 2022 WWE 2K22 Friendo Draft. That's right. We've got like 20 pages on the community a creations lot. A lot. Uh, of Friendo Creations and uh, uh, Larson and I are going to be drafting your characters to be incorporated as our roster yeah. for our brand new uh, uh, Create a Wrestler series thing. E-Feds. E-Feds. Thank you. Uh, and uh, and here's how we're going to do it. Tomorrow, we're going to do the draft, probably run a couple matches. We're going to sim a couple matches, do some uh, uh, channel points. And, uh, and then uh, I'm going to produce... A 10-episode plus one pay-per-view special event Mm -hmm. series uh, uh, similar to how I did NXT with a beginning and an end and then uh, WrestleCoin, which I still need to put on YouTube. Uh, And then after that, Larson will do the same with his drafted characters. It's okay. We already talked about it. You need to involve yourself in this conversation. I'll I'll, uh, I'll, I'll distract myself with other things then. Carry on. You're good to go. Keep playing solitaire. It's not solitaire. Snake, uh, <laughs> appropriately, and then uh, uh, did you ever play Snake back in the day on no, your Nokia? Never played it. Neither did I. Uh, and then uh, so yeah, and then after like twenty weeks or whatever, we're gonna do a We Book Raw again, which should be a lot of fun. The return of Raw Gate Mutant, or will he? I don't know. So, uh, anyways, that should be a lot of fun. So, join us tomorrow on the Twitch at eleven a.m. Pacific, two p.m. Eastern. And if you haven't already, if you want one of your friendo creations, one of your two K. 22 creations to be up for grabs so there's gonna be some broken hearts out there man because i'm looking for something pretty specific there's gonna be some broken hearts is all i'm saying uh because a lot of people are putting a lot of time and effort in these community creations thinking they're gonna be drafted and guess what undo all your work 
<laughs> oh, that, that there's that too. It's going to be a lose-lose. Either you don't get drafted and you don't get your shit in there at all, or you do get drafted and guess what? I'm going to change your character's name. Mm-hmm. I'm get, people were mad about this before. Remember that? In W. Steve W. when I would change people, I didn't. I didn't think that you were going to kill off my character and change your name. Sorry. Sorry. Once they sign with me, you have no creative control Steve, whatsoever. Steve is like Vince McMahon. They get brought oh, in. revel in it. their names, new gimmicks, all that. Yeah, absolutely. You think your character is going to come in as some alpha? No, man. I'm going to probably put them in tidy whities with some butt stains and job them out day one. Yeah, buried. highly likely. Highly likely. Buried. Highly likely. Yes. Highly likely. No, nobody's keeping their name. <laughs> well, I imagine what's the what's the the Dark Lord Steve? He'll probably keep his name. Maybe I don't know. Might change his name to Ding Dong Steve. I don't know. Oh, that's a good name too. I know, right? See, I know better. <laughs> Anyways, wild fun is to be had here at Going In Raw. And uh, and a modicum of fun was to be had on Raw last night. I thought Raw was pretty good, but let's talk about this first, man. Yeah, this let's is interesting. About, I, the, yeah. How, how how wrestlers are viewed within WWE by WWE is interesting to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because we watch Raw, we hear the reactions that say right now Cody's getting. They're spending tens of thousands of dollars of uh, 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 on pyro for this guy. Every one of his entrances, it's a ton oh, of pyro. Yeah. His new entrance looks great, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. I was really into it. Just pyro happens, he appears. It's great. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. like he's teleporting. Um, and so it's interesting to see how he's viewed with the, within the company. So, uh, PW Insider uh, has a list of who's considered top faces and heels for Raw, mm-hmm. and based on his reception these days, if you think that Cody is viewed as top face on Raw, guess what? You'd be wrong. This is what PW Insider has to say. Quote, Cody Rose is currently slotted as the number two baby face for the Raw brand. Second only to, your guess is Ezekiel? Yeah. Bobby Lashley. Oh, yeah. Number one. Next guess, yeah. And then AJ Styles is eternally listed as number three. On the heel Mm. side of things on Raw, uh, PW Insider reports that Seth Rollins is considered Mm. top heel, followed by Kevin Owens, and then Edge and Damian Priest. Hmm. So... I guess this, in one sense, confirms something, in at least in my mind, that the storyline with the Moss in MVP now is not only to build up Lashley as babyface, but mm-hmm. also seemingly top babyface to maybe, if Roman ever shows up on Raw, yeah, uh, for Lashley to, to get a shot at the Undisputed Universal title while they build up Cody to eventually be top face on Raw. That's the best way to take this. It's it's not I don't think it's an indication of oh they want Bobby Lashley to beat Roman Reigns for the title. It's who's next in line for the top storyline which right now is Roman Reigns in both those titles and and it's Bobby Lashley and like you said MVP and Amos play into that. They built up Amos to be honest with you like you got to give them some credit for doing this. They built up Amos thinking, "Oh man, they're they're having this guy steamroll people." We kind of bought into it even though like once Bobby showed up we were all like Oh dear! Uh, I was, I was this close, this close <laughs> to putting those two confidence points on last right. rather than a Yeah, yeah, totally. And uh, and so, but no, it was all to get Bobby back. They dude, they've been running those babyface promos even when he was a heel. Yeah, no. And then he comes back and he's a babyface and MVP turns on him. Yeah. And so, uh, so you want to build him up as strong as possible to take on Roman Reigns. So yeah, seemingly he's going to be next after you know Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, you know, that match sort of gets out of the way, I guess. Yeah, and depending on how they approach the title defenses for Roman, whether he's defending both belts as one unified belt or which would, based on the name, would seem to be the case. Mm-hmm, or yeah. if he's going to defend each belt separately, then you could have two feuds going on concurrently. You can have Nakamura on SmackDown, Lashley on Raw, then after Nakamura, you can have Drew on SmackDown. Even this summer, it feels like it may be a little too early for, for Cody to step up. Who knows? Um, you know, But Lashley has to get through this Amos storyline first. You know, I would I would not be surprised if their next match, Amos beats Lashley. But if they really want mm-hmm. Lashley to be viewed as top babyface on Raw, he's got to win that feud. Yeah, he's got to withstand MVP's distractions. He's got he's to win that feud. And if he loses to Amos 
it's got to be like a protected loss. Yeah. Really protected. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um, he's got to be. Yeah. He's got to be just like a a destroyer. Um. So yeah. No. I mean, it is interesting. I mean, currently, you know, you can they can have their internal lists. It doesn't necessarily reflect reality. Cody Rhodes is super over right now. Super over. Yep. And it's it's funny. Like, I loved his little exchange with Miz yesterday. It, it gave us so much when he was talking about Miz. You haven't changed at all. Look at me now. And great point, because he has. Like, you look at Cody Rhodes prior back in 2016 or whatever it was, and it's a sea change. Well, he didn't have... He didn't have the neck tattoo back then. That's the most obvious one. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. neck tattoo. But the way he can command a mic in a crowd yeah. is nuts. I mean, you know, you go to AEW and people, you know, I you, you can you can talk about how the crowds responded to Cody Rhodes. It was always a weird situation. Yeah. Um, through I think some unintentional, you know, a design of his own, perhaps. You know, I know he wanted it seemed like Cody always wanted to walk a certain line and play with the concept of, of, of heel and face. And I think that just ended up backfiring on him because yeah. he would get booed when he probably didn't want to get booed, yes. et cetera, et cetera. Um, but, uh, but, and, and I don't know, we talked about this a little bit on the pre-show in terms of, okay, well, Cody, I could see being a SummerSlam match, you know, against Roman. And I, I don't think that I, I, I still don't think Cody's the guy that takes the title off Roman, but maybe, maybe, Somehow, if they deunify the titles, they can kind of have their cake and eat it too. Yeah. But I'll be honest with you, man. I thought Raw was pretty entertaining last night, you know, relative to what you could do with a three-hour show. And you didn't see Roman Reigns. You you had the specter of Roman Reigns kind of made physical with the Usos. Yeah. And what their quest is now. Well, but I kind of uh, let me just say this real quick. Yeah. I kind of appreciated the specter of the unified champion out there like man this is the mountain that that people are going to try to climb we don't need you know, no no disrespect meant to a guy like big e but like big e coming in obviously a secondary champion and everybody's fighting for this secondary championship i like that there's one big mountain to climb at the very top that that was my take on what i saw last night what, so what were you going to say well i was going to say uh, it's an important caveat i think to a degree in terms of how we ingest raw, yeah. If we still had to sit and watch all three hours live and then do a show afterwards, it still would not be a, 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 a highly enjoyable experience. It wouldn't because it's long and it's still filled with all sorts of recaps. Now that we watch it uh, after the, the live airing has aired, uh, we can fast forward through commercial breaks to recap. It makes for a much more enjoyable experience. Um, yeah, but let me just—I'll just interject here. What we got last night, there was some viewing good stuff. the way we do. Versus what we got, what six months ago, when literally we stopped doing it that way, it I I think creatively, it's I'm not going to say it's a it's, sea change. No, but it's it, not a sea change. It's, it's an improvement. But if yeah, I had to sure. sit there through all those recaps, especially when they show, they have a, a brawl with AJ Styles and Damian Priest during the show, and then, then after, right, literally right after a commercial break, they show a replay of that. Mm -hmm. I remember sitting here and watching. Mm -hmm. I'm like, why are they doing this? This just mm -hmm. happened. Yeah. It yeah. just happened. Why yeah. do we need to see a replay of this? Mm -hmm. Anyways, hey, before we get yeah. too too uh, too far into to raw talk, uh, let's get this in here. Uh, WB uh, fans in the United Kingdom have been clamoring for a pay per view to happen in their country for years, and today, promotion announced to be holding their first stadium show in the United Kingdom in over thirty years. It's going to happen September third, Cardiff, Wales, at their Principality Principality Stadium. No news yet on when the show. Uh, what the show will be called, or if it will air as a premium live event on Peacock. I'm guessing it will. If they're oh, going to yeah. put forth the effort of having a huge stadium show in the United Kingdom. I'm guessing that's going to be their September pay-per-view because there's nothing scheduled right now. Yeah. Um, but, uh, again, nothing officially confirmed. Uh, that's great for fans over the United Kingdom. They that's get a pay-per-view, seemingly. Absolutely. Um, so I'll be interested to see. That's that, it's, that's Labor Day weekend. That's usually the same weekend that, uh, that All Out happens. So. Um, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, uh, that's pretty awesome. Um, good for the Brits. Uh, you know, that, uh, that, uh, SummerSlam they did with Brett and Bulldog, yeah. of course, a classic. And if it also classic Brett's retelling of that match with yes. Bulldog, 
when Bulldog they laid out a, a carefully laid out match, you know, with uh, chock full of detail. And as soon as that bell rings, what did Bulldog say? Bread, I'm fucked. Yeah, he I can't remember anything. He forgot it all. <laughs> he, he was out partying. He was out partying the night before. Forgot it all. Yeah, right. <laughs> Anyways, oh, okay, man. let's jump into Raw now. Uh, as you mentioned, there was some some enjoyable stuff, some pacing issues. I thought more so in the first hour, mm-hmm. um, but uh, there's stuff that came out of here. We got we got Tommaso Ciampa officially being called up as we had talked about yesterday on the on the news show. Mm. He's keeping his name. They introduced yeah. him as new Raw superstar Tommaso Ciampa. Yeah, I, I dude, I honestly expected the finish to AJ Priest to go down where Ciampa under you know, his um, new name, yeah. Exactly. That's I totally expected that to happen. I would have had decent number of confidence points on that happening. Instead, we got a very brief introductory interview, which uh, uh, inter, you know had Ezekiel and and Kevin Owens do that stuff, and uh, and yeah, they gave him his full name. And uh, man, I think that that's flipping awesome. It is. That's that's and great. I don't want to get into another prolonged conversation of why they change people's names because it's just it's it's spinning of wheels at this point. Um, yeah, sure. I just want, I wonder what the, the, the criteria is for name change versus no name change. Is it literally just Vince likes your name? You get to keep it. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, the, the only, this is, this is terribly speculative and it's not even good speculation. Does it have anything to do with like, okay, did Champa recently resign? I forget. I honestly forget. There's so many bit. different it's stories. Been a bit. Maybe if they know they have him for a certain period of time, and Vince just gets a feel for a person, and is like, you know, hey, uh, he's going to be here for another, let's say, three years, and he seems to he had a really excellent, you know, role at the at the NXT 2.0 coaching people. Seems like he's going to be here for a while. That's the only thing. <laughs> But that's nothing concrete, and WWE likes concrete, I think. They do. The best I could think was maybe here's someone who has really firmly established themselves in NXT across two iterations of NXT, Mm -hmm. two-time champ. Yeah. Uh, If anybody's going to have a strong brand name coming up from NXT, it's going to be Tommaso Ciampa. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And maybe for the, the sake of continuity between the two brands, they're like, all right, let's at least have her champions. Former NXT champions, maybe. At least in NXT, not UK, yeah. because they changed Walter's name. Right, and and Butch, yeah. yeah. I mean, the Walter and Butch thing is like, that's kind of nuts to me. Because Pete Dunne did just re-sign a contract. I know. I know. So I don't. I, I honestly don't know. It, it could simply be Vince likes the name Tommaso Ciampa. May, I don't know. You know, Ciampa, if you see what happened with Cole, if you saw what happened with Gargano, Ciampa stayed. He did everything everything to put everybody over he is a good soldier you know and i and i say that in the most complimentary way if you're wwe you're loving what this guy did because his contemporaries didn't Mm -hmm. they took off they're like we don't want any part of this Mm -hmm. he stuck around he made everybody look great he jobbed to tony d'angelo that alone is worth keeping his name for um i don't know maybe it's just a matter of you know he, he dyed his beard he trimmed it up He's yeah. done everything. Yeah, he's he seemingly has, has done everything they've ever asked of him to do. Maybe next week they'll have him change his name. I maybe, don't know. Maybe. But you would think he's debuting, you know, on, on main rosters. Hey, he's now officially here, and they didn't do that. Yeah. So, Who I don't know, dude. Who I don't know. Uh, someone did get a name change yesterday, and that's Austin Theory. He's no longer Austin Theory. Now he's just Theory. And I guess theory. It, it makes sense. He got stunned by Austin. He might not want to associate uh, have any association with the name Austin now following uh, that experience. So drop the Austin. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. 
The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. I, this one I really don't mind, and it's it's simply because I I honestly do think that Vince really, really likes Austin Theory, and I think that he wants to push him to the moon. And I think we're probably going to start seeing that. I think it was, isn't it next week that we get Finn versus uh-huh. him for the U S title? Uh-huh. Is that for the title? Yeah. I think that shit's going to happen. I think theory's going to get that. If not, then it backlash. Um, and I, I just wonder if Vince is like, Hey, let's future proof your name so that when people say Austin, you know, obviously when people say Austin, they think of the biggest draw in the history of the business. Right? So you ditch that because you don't, you want him to stand on his own. Or his name to stand alone anyways. They should just change his first name. Bill Theory. Theory is kind of like Hi, this Gary is Theory. Theory. Yeah. All right. Theory. It's kinda of, I don't know. It's kind of an yeah. odd odd name by itself. But put another first name, Bill. His first name scientific. Okay. Bill. Bill Theory's Bill better. Theory. How's it going? Bill Theory. Bill Theory here. Yeah, that's good. It can't be can't be the Adam Theory. Yeah. Austin. Oh, Adam Theory is great. Get it? Adam Theory. Yeah, Adam Atom. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Adam Theory. Yeah. <laughs> Quantum. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Quantum Theory. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, just Theory. Oh, whatever. We'll get used to it. I guess so, like anything else. Uh also, We still do we say we do we still say Matt Riddle or we just say Riddle? I usually I think I usually say Matt Riddle. Yeah, I usually say Matt Riddle too. Yeah, I still think him as Matt Riddle. Yeah, me too. Me too. Uh, Cody got a new entrance. It went oh, a little a, bit. Oh, it's, it's great. Explosive. There's all sorts of fog and stuff that's billowing about in the in the like the portal, the doorway of the giant Tron. Yeah, you have these this pyro that shoots out from the side, so it's like a wall of pyro. Once that dissipates, he's standing there. The first because we got it twice last night yeah. and it's explosive it's great yeah. it's like you said there's this like it's like stargate man or rawgate there's like this billowing it's like he's smoke. transporting in he's a star star trek that's fan. exactly what it is star trek but it's and then like yeah like you said there's like this explosive transporter door that boom and he's there and i swear to god on that first one he was like in the line of fire and he sort of like jumped a little bit and i could be wrong but i was like oh my god that was nuts and the second one, it looked like he was back a little, a little bit. Maybe, maybe because he didn't want to get exploded it's on. Like again. a magic trick. Yeah, it was an illusion. The dark arts. Yes, true. It, it was great. He it looked jazzed great. from it too, and he yeah. they give him like so much pyro during oh, his it's, entrance. It's tens of thousands of dollars in pyro. Between Dude, just that's that your number one door and then all the right other there. pyro. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a very expensive and elaborate entrance. Uh, MVP explained his actions to mm-hmm. Bobby Lashley. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty much uh, in a nutshell, uh, Lashley, you were you were floundering on Raw until I came. I turned Bobby Lashley into the Almighty. Now you say you don't need me. Yeah. 
And yeah, so he's, but, he's, yeah. he's out to, to, in one sense, prove Lashley wrong by doing so, build up another superstar. They both made the argument last night that they made each other. Yeah. Because he was like, MVP, you're on the verge of hanging up your boots. Yeah, he was and on his farewell tour, yeah. Your farewell tour, you do what you do best. You latch on to somebody else's success. I made you. No, I made you. And now we're going to find out who made whom. And I'll be, I'll be honest, they both made compelling arguments. I think that this debate was, uh, it was a draw. I would think in so. terms of who made whom. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I like Amos. I like MVP. I like Lashley. I'm yeah, down with this. I like them all as well. I like them all. But as he's well. not. He's not number one babyface. That's Cody. The crowd was wetting Bobby Lashley. They weren't really wetting. Yeah, no, Cody. Even though I thought Lashley was doing a really good job with his promo last night. Uh, and final note here before we get to the breakdown of the show, we got new challengers for. Excuse me, RK Bro and Bianca Belair. So uh, as expected, Uso showed up, issued a challenge to RK Bro. To unify those tag titles, I guess that's happening. Is it happening on Friday on SmackDown or next week on Raw? Um, so there was apparently one of our friendos here said that there was an ad for. Uh, let's find out. Let's see if WWE.com even has that. It was, it was it WWE on Fox was saying that. That's. I think there was an ad that said that. So why don't you hit up their Twitter? Account, I shall man. do so. Let's see here. SmackDown. No, it's just from last week's stuff. Drew McIntyre, that was last uh, week. Oh, rematch, hold on, gender. Okay, wait, no, there is some stuff for this week. But it doesn't say that. Yeah, it doesn't look like there's anything on WWE on Fox either. They're just posting gifts from Raw. All right. I'm back at the beginning of the show pretty much, and there's nothing there. Maybe somebody here in chat will uh Anyways, we'll I think it's happening in. next week. Um, and then Bianca Belair has her first challenger as Raw Women's Champ. Yeah. And it's Sonya Deville. That's awesome. That's great. I wish that it wasn't spoiled for me on social media because I watched that bit a, a, a little bit later, mm-hmm. and I was kind of curious to see who it was and then when it was her. My only qualm with that is that I wish they would have held off on – what was the last feud she had where she got in the ring? It was um, Naomi. It was Naomi, mm-hmm. which I actually kind of liked, but it sort of petered out. It did really peter out. I kind of wish that they hadn't had Sony do any in-ring stuff until now because it would have made like the, the idea of her return – a bigger deal. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, no, I like this. I, I, I actually really appreciate that Bianca's first uh, opponent, her first feud is going to be somebody who is holding on to their authority power. You know, it's an authority storyline, which we don't get a ton of anymore. I mean, Sony has been the prime evil authority figure in WWE lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you take out, you know, Vince and the Austin theory stuff. Um, but I kind of like that. It's like heavy odds against Bianca Belair. Sony Deville is going to be able to 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 wield that authority power, and she gets to be back in the ring, and she's like sticking it to Adam Pearce. He's kind of involved too. Yeah, yeah I kind of like this. It. it feels like kind of a big deal. It's not just they're wheeling out. I don't know, do drop again or something. You know, yeah, there's yeah, not. Yeah. It's not just another you know regular wrestler who we all know Bianca can beat. They've got some additional odds. Obviously, she's going to come out of this on you know the winning end, mm-hmm. but they can tell maybe a more complex story with somebody who's you know her boss as well. We've seen it a million times, but maybe this can be a fresh take on. It. Yeah, maybe, maybe we'll see. But yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited to see where it goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, anyways, let's go ahead and dive into it. Kicked off with Ms. TV. You know, man, there was a time when Ms. TV would be the bane of my existence. And uh, there's been a couple now that have been like, oh, okay, this is pretty good. If if if, if it's a focused Miz TV uh, with a point to it. Well, here's the thing. If there's actually a guest and there is focused and there's a point, then yeah, if it's just Miz out there on his own for Miz TV. Just talk and talk and talk. And it's mm-hmm. like, you know, it's, it's, it's on the verge of being Lambert with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyways, uh, uh, Miz says, uh, you know, he asked the crowd. He's like, you know, uh, do you think Cody can beat me tonight? Uh, and they're like, yeah, of course. And so he introduces Cody and they're like, well, we know what's going to happen here. And, uh, yeah, according to your notes here, of course, we talked about this. They ditched in your, in your words, the rinky dink Cody Vader. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the Futurama head in the bottle. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah. So Cody comes out and Miz is like, and and Cody does take forever. Oh, he's pre into the crowd all over. The it place. is forever to come out. And Miz is like, are you trying to upstage me on my own show? Is that what this is now? Is that what you are now? An egomaniac who doesn't give a damn about anybody other than himself? And Cody's sort of <laughs> he's sort of taking him back. And he's like, hold on. Don't get hot. He's like, it's been a long time since I've been in front of a crowd like this. And crowd pops. And uh, Miz is about to talk. And Cody just gets up again and preens to the crowd. And yeah. they chant Cody. He's doing just great stuff here. So uh, Miz is like, okay, can we please get started now? 
And he says, last week on Raw, you had this emotional explanation as to why you returned to WWE. He says, you wanted to make Dusty proud. It's admirable. He says, but let's be honest, Cody, if it wasn't for your family name, you wouldn't be the grandson of a plumber. You'd just be a plumber. Cody's like, oh, okay, that's very clever, Miz. He says, you know why being a plumber would be a good thing right now? Because you're completely full of shit. He sort of stops himself before he actually says, shit, I wish they would have let him say Yeah, I know, I know. He says, you haven't changed at all. He says, you're arrogant, obnoxious, you're a full-blown carny. And the fact that you embrace it makes you reliable. Good old reliable Mike. He says, uh, he says, look at me, do I look the same? He says, what do you think I've been doing for six years? He says, uh, 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 every piece of that road that I was on provided me with clarity on what I need to do, and that's to win the undisputed universal belt. And Miz says, it's a title. A belt holds up your pants. There is a lot of play between wrestler and superstar. Here. Exactly, good. exactly, exactly. He says, but those are lofty goals. He says, you're very good. He says, anybody beat Seth Rollins deserves to be in title contention. But I've heard that Seth Rollins wants a rematch. And this time, you won't be able to surprise him. Seth will be able to strategize. And Seth is the visionary. He doesn't like your, he says, I don't like your chances. And to be honest, I don't like your chances against me tonight. He says, more people talked about you at WrestleMania than anybody else. But unlike me, uh, he says, did I hide or surprise my opponent? I destroyed the Mysterios and then embarrassed Logan Paul. But all everybody wanted to talk about was Cody. He says, I know where you've been the last six years. We all do. He says, but maybe you forgot that Raw is my show and you don't come and embarrass me on my show. And then Cody interrupts. He says, settle down, settle down. He says, I'm going to tell you something maybe you've never heard on your show. He says, I respect you and your accomplishments in WWE. He says, I get the sense that this hostility is because you feel threatened by me. He says, I have no issue with Seth. And if he wants a rematch, I'd be happy to oblige. He says, but you're making things personal. When you came back, when I came back to WWE, I knew there'd be criticism. There'd be doubt. Uh, uh, he says, but I can handle it all. He says, I came back to beat the very best wrestlers in WWE. Ms. Correxum said they're superstars. And Cody says, look, I've enjoyed our chat but I'm really looking forward to my first match on Ron six years tonight. And it's against you. May the best man win. Miz tries to attack Cody from behind. And Cody just sends Miz out of the ring. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. This is a solid start. Yeah. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Uh, then we get Dominic Mysterio versus Veer. Uh, Veer just... Dominates Dominic for, I don't know, like three or four minutes, puts on that cervical clutch, Dom taps out. I appreciate that with all the Veer is coming jokes, they have his finishing submission be something where the guy is basically positioned at Veer's crotch. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> and I love that he's doing this to fucking Dom, yeah. who honestly I can't stand. I thought this was fantastic. It was, it was pretty And fun. then they wheeled that fucker off in the ambulance. Hopefully he's going to be gone for a couple months. Well, he, put, he, he, he wins the match with that cervical clutch, puts Dom back in it. Uh, refs and producers try to break it up. They eventually, eventually uh, Veer steps back. When they shows him all slide, puts it on again, uh, and then that's when they bring the stretcher down. And after commercial medical staff puts Dom in an ambulance while some producers and, and raw superstars watch as it happens, and then we go to a really quick interview with Veer, and uh, he's asked, why'd you do that? He says, I strike the fear into the heart of any man, and that cuts back to the ambulance as it pulls off. And so this next bit, man, this, I don't, I mentioned it earlier, and it really confuses the heck out of me. So we got Damian, Pre or sorry, uh, AJ Styles interview. Uh, and he's asked, hey, are you afraid of this Edge thing that's going on? He says, I'm afraid of what Priest and Edge, uh, uh, of what they're going to make me do to them. He says, I know 
It wasn't the smartest idea fighting two guys at once last week, but they talked about my family. When you talk about my family, we got to throw hands. And then he, the camera kind of pans over, and Damian Priest is walking through. AJ goes to attack him. Producers and ref breast break it up. Go to commercial. We come back. AJ makes his entrance. And literally during his entrance, this yeah. is a span of three minutes maybe. Yeah. Maybe. And then they show a replay of that brawl. Oh, yeah. Solid brawl, though. It was... Eh. It was a good brawl, man. It was an all right brawl. I wanted to see it again. I was like, oh, man. I'm That's so why you have a fast forward function on your remote. <laughs> I'm like, why are they showing this replay again? Because what, what, I've seen his entrance a million times. Let's see the shit that just happened. What if I was taking a shit and I didn't see the brawl? Now I'm coming back to my TV. I'm but like, here's the oh, thing. is if there you, any heat were, behind if this you were, match? If you were dumping out and hadn't seen the brawl, and AJ just made his entrance, you'd have no idea a brawl happened. But here's the thing. Having that brawl happen in no way enhanced what happened during this match. Because how this match ends, Steve? It didn't. It, no, it just ended. <laughs> it just it stopped. Didn't. Yeah. And here's the thing. Yeah. So AJ is basically wiping the floor with Priest. Oh, murdering him. For a, a vast majority of this match. Damien finally gets some of his shit in. And he's looking for a reckoning. AJ counters that. Uh, looking for phenomenal form. Priest counters that. And then so Priest gets in the middle of the ring. He takes a knee, the house lights all come down, and a yeah. single purple spotlight shines down on Priest. And he yeah. kind of makes a weird face, and they fade out. Yeah, that's it. And they come back, and the match just ended. Yeah. No explanation. Felt None. like a two K. It felt like a two K twenty two glitch. You know how like somebody like what happened that time? Uh, Larson Hunter ended up in the crowd. Yeah, and then like, but it didn't just end. This, yeah, this was it. Just, it just ended, it just sort of. And like, yeah. they go backstage, and AJ's back there. Like, why? Why did you? Yeah. Did he get teleported out? No explanation. Yeah. How did he end up backstage? Yeah, I just don't get it. And so AJ's, what? it's like, okay, I'm. Uh, what? What is this about this? All this BS. And it, like, if Edge, if you want to look down from that mountain on high, I don't care about you or anybody else. Uh, no one's going to stop me from getting to him. Edge is mine. Was it because, did they just end this because AJ had like five giant cuts on his face because of this match? I don't know. He was fucked up. There was like, I was, because I rewatched this this morning during our waiting room because I was like, we had talked about it and I was like, okay, I know I came back in and then I saw online that like Sean Ross Sapp was yeah, saying, yeah. what the hell? They just finished, they just ended this thing yeah. without a finish. And I was like, I'm pretty sure I caught just, you know, the AJ interview. I was like, did, what, did anything else happen? No. And no, it didn't. But I did notice that AJ had like five different giant yeah, cuts yeah, on, on his, his face. I, know, I, know. I don't think for a second that I think no. this was supposed to be the finish. This is one of those weird things where you have to ask. And and I'll be honest, I haven't asked this question in a little while. So that's a good thing. What were the writers thinking mm -hmm. when when this was pitched as the finish? What the fuck? Why didn't anybody say it, that's not a finish. This match didn't end. Like the priest, if priest teleports, it's easy. You, you bring the lights all the way down. Well, you bring the lights back up. He's gone. All right. Yeah, I understand no, but, that. I understand that. Now he has supernatural powers. All right, fine. I get that. What they did do, what commentary did do is say, and this is even more funny because it's so dumb. Jimmy, uh, what's the name? Smith. Is yeah. that his name? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Jimmy Smith said, Hey everybody. We were able to get the power back on in the building. Yeah. The power hadn't gone out. There was a light on Damien Priest. You know what you need to generate light, Larson? Power. Power! The power was fine. Yeah, the power was fine. So the power didn't actually go out. He just had somebody like Blue Edge was in the truck. Yeah. He, he, he educationed everybody there. Yeah. <laughs> or put them all in the deal and then took over the light situation yeah, because yeah. he knew his guy is now all of a sudden a terrible wrestler. Yeah. He's a losing wrestler, Damien. Uh, Jorge D in chat here says uh, maybe Priest just ran down the clock with the D. His victory formation for Damien Priest. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> victory. Yeah. Take a knee. Another victory, DP. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Uh, after that, we had maybe we'll the get an explanation for this, but based no, on, we're not. on on prior oh, no. events, for example, uh, Demon Barrel losing just because the turnbuckle falls apart. I'm guessing we're not going to hear anything about that's an, another one. Yeah, that's another one where it was like, okay, so he gets up on the turnbuckle and it just breaks, and that's the finish. No explanation. Oh yeah, nothing. Yeah, nothing. No, it's great. Fortuity, <laughs> fortuitous, fortuitous. Yeah, fortuitous. Uh, uh, after anyways. that, we had the Miz versus Cody, and 
it was kind of interesting. Small quibble. They had this match open the second hour, close the first hour of Raw. This could have easily been the main event, but if they had done this at the top of the second hour, it made all the sense in the world. Oh, I want to see you that intro. two Cody entrances in the span again. of an hour. This seemed like a lot. Space this out a little bit. Space it out a little bit. Yeah, I don't, I don't disagree. But on the other hand, you know, I, dude, I was, I was all about. I'll, I'll take five of those Cody entrances per episode. I'd be down with that. Yeah, more I the better. Mean, I'm not gonna argue that it's good. So, anyways, uh, as the match is about to start, Seth Rollins comes to ringside, uh, sits by the commentary, doesn't join commentary. Another great suit from Seth Rollins. This thing's spectacular. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was great. Then, uh, did you notice it was it was matching Cody's gear? By the way, uh-huh. it was like the royal blue and gold, and yeah. same same with Cody stuff. Yeah. Uh, another de- decent match here from Cody. He wins with a Cody cutter and then a crossroads. Afterwards, he's celebrating. He's on a turnbuckle, posing the crowd. Seth comes mm-hmm. in behind him. Cody turns around and does the, I'm ready to fight. And Seth has a mic. He says, I heard all the kind things you said earlier, uh, even throughout the word rematch. I want you to remember that uh, you had every single advantage at a WrestleMania match. Now that I see what I'm working with, here's what I'm thinking. Rollins versus Rhodes, part two. What do you say, Mr. Nightmare? And Cody just goes, yes, absolutely yes. And the whole time, Rollins is like circling Cody like a shark, and Cody keeps... Anytime Seth goes to his back, he looks back. Where is this fucker? Why is he circling me? He's making me dizzy. <laughs> uh, I, you had a great idea. You had a great idea in the it? pre-show for Rollins' gear at this oh, uh, yeah. backlash. It's got to be Stardust-inspired. I'm not saying full-on Stardust. Whoop, 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 whoop. No face paint or gloves. Little shades of it. Little shades Just of it. Obvious nods to Stardust. You yeah, want to get in Cody's head. Yeah. That's good. That's what you do. Uh, after that, we had a Tommaso Ciampa interview. Before he could say anything, Ezekiel interrupts. He says, hey, I just want to welcome you to Raw. Ciampa goes, thanks, Ezekiel. Kevin <laughs> Owens comes in and says, hey, don't get fooled. That's Elias. Don't get fooled. Stop That's lying. Elias. I don't like liars. Stop that. I don't that. like liars. What, what are you trying to pull? And Ezekiel <laughs> says, uh, you're mistaken. And he just leaves. <laughs> and so Owens tells yeah. Ciampa, don't believe him. That's Elias. And Chompa just says, all right, easy mistake, but that's Ezekiel. That's Elias' younger brother. <laughs> he buys into it. Yeah, he does. And Kevin Owens says, why are you doing this? Am I the only one who's still sane around here? That's Elias. And he tells Chompa to grow up, and he leaves, and Chompa just kind of like shakes his head, turns to the interviewer slightly, and goes, Ezekiel. Ezekiel. And he shrugs. It was pretty funny, Ezekiel. Yeah. I like this whole bit. It was. It's It's so It's so fucking weird, And but everybody just seems to love the joke. Like Elias doing such a good job with that like half smirk on his mm-hmm. face, and Kevin Owens going crazy over this. It's an easy mistake to make. Champa says, "Easy mistake to make. Easy mistake. To That's make. Ezekiel." <laughs> Champa's just deadpanning all this, even though they're yeah. Last. Ezekiel. Yeah, it's his younger brother. It's Ezekiel. Yeah, it's pretty solid. Uh, then we had Liv Morgan versus Naomi. I believe this is supposed to be a tag title bout. Liv and Rhea challenging Naomi and Sasha. Commentary said Rhea's in protocol. She's a protocol droid. Well, yeah, what is that? She's in concussion protocol? I mean, that's, that's usually... COVID protocol? Usually it's concussion protocol when... Uh, Explosive diarrhea protocol. They didn't say... They didn't put a qualifier in front of the protocol, just protocol. Pretty sure it's explosive. It's, right. it's explosive diarrhea protocol, man. Uh, Naomi gets the win here via roll-up. Um, the at one point lives looking for Hurricane Ron off the second rope, and Naomi counters that with power bomb that gets her two, and then they trade a bunch of roll ups, and Naomi finally wins with with the roll up. Yep, another another L there for uh, Liv Morgan. Yep. Uh, after that, we had the VIP lounge with Amos, but it's not Amos and MVP. Bobby Lashley walks to the ring. He gets on the mic, says, "I wasn't invited tonight because of, he says, but because of what Amos and MVP did to me last week." So I decided to invite myself. He says, last week should have been a celebration for me because I went to hell and back against Amasa Mania. He said, I'll give credit where it's due. Amasa is a strong, scary man. I barely made it out of my match against him. He says, but then the next day on Raw, I felt that relentless power again, but this time it was because I was stabbed in the back by MVP. He says, so without wasting any more time, MVP, bring your punk ass out and explain yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, a few moments pass. No MVP. Lashley says, maybe uh, I should make the VIP lounge more to my liking. And he starts threatening to tear up the table, 
tear up the couches. And then Amos and MVP make their way out the stage. MVP tells Lashley, stop embarrassing yourself being so emotional. If you destroy any of my property, my lawyers will send you a bill for damages. Lashley says, MVP, you can stick that bill up your ass. Mm. And tells MVP and Amos, come to the lounge and explain yourself. MVP says, I love to allow Amos to go to the ring and teach you another lesson in humility. But Amos has learned to become a businessman. Mm. So he's going to wait until the time and the money are right. What Lashley should be doing is putting some respect on my name. In fact, Lashley and the fans should be saying, thank you, MVP. You want an explanation? Here it is. When when I came back to WB, you were floundering. You were letting some runt. Ooh. Some, I know. You know, that is yeah. man of the hour. And, uh, and a wannabe TikTok star. You know, that is. Yeah. Lana. Lana. Uh, leading your career astray. You couldn't sniff the WB title despite all your immense talents until I helped you unlock your potential. And uh, you think now you think you don't need me after everything I did for you. You didn't want to share your WrestleMania spotlight with me. I made you, Lashley. Before I came back, you were just Bobby Lashley. But then I made you the Almighty. And then Lashley says, well, you, MVP, came back for your farewell tour. You were going to end your call it an end to your career. And then you did what you do best. You latch on to your next meal ticket. He says, I, uh, you saw where the Almighty was going. After I destroyed everyone on Raw, I went, on, I went to the top and defeated Brock Lesnar for the WWE title. And MVP says, yeah, you did that with me and to make sure it all happened. Um, he says, but now you don't need me. That was the past. This is the present. And I'm looking at the future. He's looking at Amos. He says, Amos is larger, stronger, meaner than you. And he will take your place atop the mountain because he understands that he needs me. Lashley, you barely survived your first match against Amos. And he says, I guarantee, no, I promise that you won't survive the next. Lashley says, MVP needs to worry about his own survival. And if MVP thinks uh, he's tough because he's standing behind a giant, he's going to chop Amos's ass down like he did at WrestleMania. And after he's done with Amos, He's coming to get MVP, and then he proceeds to trash the VIP lounge set, and he picks up a couch and throws it out of the ring. It was very impressive. Couches aren't light. No. In fact, they're very heavy. heavy. Yeah, this was this was very impressive. I got worried at one point because he chucked, I don't know what it was, something out there, and like it came close to the crowd. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, dear, it's going to hit somebody. Like that time uh-huh. Brock Lesnar chucked a car door into the crowd. My God, I know. That was terrifying. That was Oof. There is families out there. Uh, so after that, we had uh, uh, some 24-7 stuff. So Tazawa and Truth uh, exit Akira Tazawa's bachelor party. And uh, uh, Reggie walks up. Truth asks about Dana. And Reggie's like, yeah, Dana and Tamina are having a joint bachelorette party. And Truth is like, what? He's like, you, you can't have him do that. You can't trust anybody when it comes to that 24-7 title. Let's get over there. Uh, so uh, those shenanigans continue a little bit later. Mm-hmm. First up, we've got Pierce, Sony Deville, and Theory backstage. And Theory says, you know what? Vince has assured me that I'm going to have a U.S. title opportunity soon. And Pierce says, Austin, we're well aware. And Theory says, whoa, 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 just call me Theory. Me and Vince have decided that Austin just doesn't suit me. And Pierce says, okay, Theory, you get your U.S. title shot next week. And then Kevin Owens steps in. He says, what kind of ship are you running here? What's going on with this Elias Ezekiel crap? He's like, I can prove it. I just need to prove it. I need to see records, a birth certificate, driver's license, library card. And Pierce says, you know, man, all that stuff is confidential. You can't get your hands on that. Kevin Owens says, even a library card is confidential? He says, and Sonya and Pierce, he says, they don't care about the truth. He says, but I do. So I'm going to get to the bottom of this. Next week, I'm going to put Ezekiel through a lie detector test. And Sonya says, okay, fine, whatever. And Kevin Owens is happy, so he leaves. Yeah. And then, and then uh, yeah, and then Sony says Bianca has a match next against Selena Vega, uh, but she's been asking who her first title match is going to be against. So I made a deal for Bianca's first title defense. It's going to be great, Adam Pierce. And then Pierce says, I don't know anything about this. And she's like, Listen, oh, I got it. It's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. Be you just, it's going to be good stuff. So it's all good. It, yeah. Uh, so let me get Bianca versus Selena Vega before the match begins. Uh, Zelina has a promo. She says, uh, Essentially, I've gotten rid of my tag partner, uh, she's no longer holding me down. So I plan on winning the title to go along with my crown after I beat Bianca. So Bianca wins pretty quickly with the KOD. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sonya comes down the ring while she's celebrating. Uh, they go to commercial, come back. Uh, Sonya congratulates Bianca on her victory and, uh, and on her historic mania victory and tells the crowd, hey, let's all give Bianca a round of applause. They do. 
He says, now let's get down to business. You've been wondering who your first challenger is going to be, so I took it upon myself to find you opponent. It wasn't the easiest of task because there are so many viable women in the women's locker room right now. There's Becky, there's uh, former champs like Rhea and Carmella, there's Alexa Bliss, Liv Morgan, Dewdrop, Dana Brooke. He says, the point is, options are endless for you, and any of them be worthy of a title shot. Bianca says she'd be um, happy to get in the ring with any of the, any of the women that Sonya named, but at the end of the day, I'm going to walk out Raw with champ just like I did at Mania. So whoever got, you got, let's do it. So Sonya says, in my hand, I have an open contract for the Raw Women's title. And if Bianca is serious about facing anybody, then sign it right now and solidify to everyone why you are the EST of WWE. So Bianca says, oh, I see what you're doing. But I said what I said, so let's do it. So she takes the contract, signs it, hands it back to Sonya. Sonya says, all right, let's bring out your opponent to make the contract official. And then so she starts introducing this opponent. There's a drum roll sounding. Bianca looks towards the ramp. Sonya chop blocks Bianca, Bang. lays her out, hits some moves on her, says, I'm your next opponent. She picks up the contract, signs it, and Pierce uh, comes down to the ring. Sonya grabs the title, holds it up, and then just walks out. Yeah, man. Yeah. No, I, th- I thought this was solid, man. I can't wait to see Sonya mix it up a little bit more. I, I hope this is going to be a good storyline. Yeah, me too. Me too. Uh, after that, we had more 24 7 shenanigans. Thought this is pretty funny to be exactly honest with you. Pretty funny. Yeah. So uh, uh, Dana and Tamina's bachelorette party. Los Lotharios come in. They say, "Hey, we can spice up the party a little bit." And we get the uh, well, Los Lotharios kiss cam. They do that on uh, Dana and Tamina. Uh, uh, Nikki Ash walks in, says, "Hey, I've got something special planned," and it's a couple of male strippers. Apparently, they, these were uh, 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 trainees at uh, Seth Rollins Academy. The uh, oh. black and what is it? Black and the Brave? Is that yeah, what it yeah, is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways. Tamina takes off one of their shirts. Turns out it's a ref. Nikki tries to roll up Dana. She does roll up Dana. Tamina breaks it up at the last second. A brawl breaks out. Tazawa, Truth, and Reggie come in to break it up. Truth lectures them all. Says, no one loves a 24-7 title more than me. He says, but it's not the title that keeps us together. It's the love. In the spirit of love, as the only certified marrying guy. He has a, he, like an ordination. Uh, mm-hmm. or, he has like an, an ordination. Efficient. Efficient, yeah. yeah. Uh, he uh, orders uh, uh, all attacks on Dana Brooke to stop until he marries Dana and Reggie and Tamina and Akira next week. Um, and I like this because earlier during the brawl, Tamina had taken Nikki and did the old movie spot on the bar. There's like a bar there yeah, where yeah, she yeah. slides her on the bar. It was pretty funny. And it was pretty funny at the end, too, while Truth is talking to them all. Like Dana is really excited because he says, you know, I'm going to marry the two couples next week and, mm-hmm. and Dana and Reggie are excited and Akira's decide, excited. Tamina, not excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not excited. Yeah, she did. She did look, I think it was uh, Umberto Carrillo. She sort of looked him up and down when he did the kiss cam thing. It was kind of cute. She's yeah. like, I'm into that. Yeah. <laughs> He's a good looking man. Uh, so we're backstage. Adam Pierce walks up to Sonia and he says, uh, Sonia, you naming yourself Bianca's first challenger is complete abuse of power. Who do you think you are? And she says, well, I think I'm the first WWE official to answer an open challenge, and I think I'm going to shock the world. And when I beat Bianca, become new Raw Women's Champion. Pierce says, I can't believe you think you can get away with it. She says, there's nothing to get away with. I made it official. There's nothing you can do to stop me. Don't be jealous, and I'm still in my prime, and you're Ooh, not. Damn. You know, man, if Pierce would have sacked up, we could have had that Universal Championship. I know. The, Adam Pierce is new Universal Champion. I know. Like a couple years ago. Yeah. Uh, and then we had RK Bro bro versus Alpha Academy. Gable comes out first with the promo. He uh, you know, talks about getting his master's degree in Detroit. Uh, he says, but it doesn't look like my genius rubbed off on any of these idiots because they look and sound dumber than the last time I was here. And he says, we heard what the Usos said on SmackDown. And he had another thing coming if you think you're going to come to Raw and take our Raw tag titles and leave. In fact, the only reason those titles aren't around our waist is because Mania was full of distractions, not least of which was Gable Steveson trying to steal my spotlight. He says, Gable's got a gold medal. Big deal. I've got a golden brain, and I might be the smartest man on the planet, and that's an achievement. He says, and look at Otis over here. He's got that face of confidence because he knows we're going to beat RK Bro and get one step closer to getting our tag titles back. And uh, so this match goes down. 
of course, it ends with an RKO mm-hmm. uh, on uh, Gable. Yeah, on Gable. Yeah. Uh, after Otis is taken out uh, by uh, by Riddle, probably. I don't yeah. know. He's on the outside or something. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Orton hits the RKO for the win. And then on the Tron, an SUV pulls up Larson. Oh. It's the blood. It's the bloodline, <laughs> and yeah. then Raw rolls on. Yeah, it's the Usos. So they, they come it's to the ring. Usos, yeah. yeah, they come to the ring, and Orton says, "Hey, I was beginning to wonder if you were going to show up on Raw, but apparently the big dog let his bitches off the leash. So here you are." And the crowd goes, "Oh, ooh!" Usos like we've heard that before. <laughs> yeah, uh, and Jay says, "Hey, you know what? We're here." It's the issue challenge. We're already the longest running SmackDown tag champs in history. We're trying to be the the Raw champs too. And the Jimmy says, "Yeah, we're here to open a challenge for a unification bout." Uh, it'll say, uh, Riddle says, "Unification, like in the Avengers, like when Thanos was trying to get all those crystals." And Jimmy says, "Yeah, we got the blue ones. We're trying to get the red ones too." I like that. that He's was like, good. "That's right, Riddle." <laughs> he understood the the MCU language. He did. There. He did. So Orton says, "The Usos are going to come to our show, challenge us for our titles." Listen, before he can say anything else, he's interrupted by the Street Profits. Uh, Dawkins says, "Last I knew." We challenged RK Bro to a one-on-one bout. Then Alpha Academy made a triple threat at Mania, and Ford says, "Yeah, the same Alpha Academy that we beat last week." Dawkins says, "The way I see it, we're next in line for a title shot." And then Ford says, "Yeah, but the Usos are once again using their bloodline privilege to cut to the front of the line." Jay says, "There isn't a line. There's only one line, and that's the bloodline." Mm-hmm. Ford says, "Guess what? We'll be happy to face uh, you after we win the Raw Tag Titles." And that way, Street Profits Usos, we could be the ones to unify the tag titles themselves. And they just start arguing back and forth. Orton tells them, shut up. No one wants to see them bicker. They want to see him fight. And then he, apparently he just makes the match himself. He has matchmaking yeah. powers. Now. Oh, dude, he's been around since 2002 or whatever it is. Yeah. yeah, man, absolutely. And this was a hell of a match. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of that, fun. This was a, that, that, that last, uh, the, the last false finish there where uh, Montez hits the frog splash. Mm-hmm. And he just, every week, he gets higher and higher on that damn thing. And he hits it. And, of course, he bounces off. And he, you know, stumbles to get back to the pin. And he gets a pin. And then right on three, uh, I forget who that was on. Uh, but uh, it the was other Jimmy Uso, that broke up the pin, I Jimmy believe. broke it up. And, man, it was so good. So then Jimmy posts, uh, throws Dawkins into the post. Ford throws Jimmy the apron. Ducks a super kick from Jay. Jimmy tags himself in. And the Usos hit Ford with the 1D for the win mm-hmm. and uh, RK bro get in the ring. They all hold up their titles together. So you get the red and blue titles. Dawkins get back, gets back in the ring. Riddle tries to RKO him. Dawkins blocks that. They both tumble out. Orton hits Ford with an RKO. Usos come back in super kick Randy. Then they all pick up the belts and do a W wrestling thumbnail with the red and the blue held high. Thought it was a strong way to end raw there. It was, it was, it yeah. was. Anyways, let's go ahead and answer some questions. I yeah. have a thread open here on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. We got all sorts of reward tiers there. $5 a month also gets you access not just to our bonus stuff, which today at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, we'll be doing Overrun, uh, our bonus episode, our bonus podcast episode we do every single week. Of course, on Thursday, we've got the numbers don't lie as well. Correct. Uh, David Matushek says, how would you treat a debuting WWE wrestler out differently outside of a backstage skit? Uh, I like if they, when they do, they don't do this very often at all, but like, I know they've done it before a little mini docs mm-hmm. introducing them. I mm-hmm. think it'd be cooler if we had like some little mini documentary yeah, stuff. Yeah. Any way to make them more genuine and, and relatable and personable. I want to know their story. Like, exactly. You know, I look, it's a fun joke that Veer was coming for, I don't know how many months. Sorry. But it would have been way cooler if we had like a little mini doc about his life because he has had a, a genuinely interesting indeed. life. Indeed. Indeed. But people don't want to know about that. So says Bruce Pritchard. They uh, want to know about Diesel, not Kevin Nash. Quoth Raven says, power rank the following alter egos. You got Joseph Park, of course, Abyss, Ezekiel, and Elias, uh, Gregory Helms and Hurricane, Mr. America for Hogan, and then Corporate Kane and Kane. So, I mean, if this is being ranked by power, you'd obviously have to have Mr. America oh, and uh, and Hogan number one, Kane number two, Abyss number three, and uh, uh, Helm four, and then Ezekiel five, because we literally yeah. haven't seen him do anything in the ring. Correct. 
let's see here. Cameron says, what's worse? A recap of a segment that happened right before it, the AJ Priest brawl, or that Dom won't be out for eight months after the attack from Veer. What's worse is that Dom won't be off my screen for eight months. That's worse. Because that's long-term satisfaction if he's gone for eight months. Yeah. I I just can't stand when they literally show a replay of something right after it happens. I can't stand when they show Dom on my TV. All right. I'm at that point with him. I just he's, he brings nothing as a wrestler. And it's just it's so it, it was just so shockingly obvious, especially anytime they do a tag match. But you know, at Mania when Dom's in there just sort of doing slow motion Rey Mysterio moves and then Ray comes in and does them like, you know, double speed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mayor Planet Houston with your King of the Ring 96 review coming out tomorrow. I had a thought. How would history have changed if Stone Cold had messed up or flubbed his lines while doing the famous Austin 316 promo? Austin 316 says, I just kick whooped, whooped your ass. Yeah. <laughs> if he tried to say kick and whoop at the same yeah, if he time, didn't I just kept. Yeah, deliver it with that level of confidence. Who knows? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, nobody would be busting out those shirts and signs. Nope. They'd be busting out signs that says Austin just kick whooped your ass. Yeah. They'd be, they'd be like, wow, Austin made up a new word. That's pretty neat. Yeah, kick whoop 316. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Austin just made up a new word. <laughs> oh, yeah, we got now we got to put that shirt out, kick yeah. whoop 316. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, let's see here. Um, Matt and Caleb Graham asks, do you think we could see the Blackpool clobbering club expand to different promotions similar to how bullet club has recently? I think they, they could feature, well, what's his face is the pure champion. Yeah. Wheeler Yuta. Wheeler Yuta. So I think in terms of a different promotion, like ring of honor, I think is going to be kind of handled. Yeah. Bring in Josh Alexander from impact. Oh, that's a really good idea. Soon to I be probably awesome. Impact Champion. That's awesome. Uh, White Brownie, would it be better for Finn to drop the U.S. title theory and then transition to AJ and Edge's storyline to help even the odds? I mean, I think we have this, and I've been guilty of this too, this idea that, okay, Finn could just easily be put into the storyline, or it'd be cool if he, if he was, given that he beat Priest for the U.S. title, because we want to say, see AJ and Finn have any sort of interaction. Yeah, I know given they're both former Bullet Club members. Yeah. Apart from one instance where their hand was kind of forced, WB has basically shown no interest in giving us that. None. So I'd be very shocked if it were to happen. Same. But the story is kind of there. They oh, could it do it. And, it. and it makes sense for Finn to do that. I'll Maybe. believe it when I see it. Yeah, same. Same. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Xavier Grace says, why are the Los Lotharios in the 24 segment this week? Shouldn't they be on SmackDown? Oh, this is a party. This is an official Raw business. This is, oh, they, we heard there's going to be yeah. you know, a highly sexually charged environment. Los Lotharios want a piece of that. Never know what could happen at one of those parties. Uh, Cornbread Haas, a company with money, is a fan of Going In Raw and wants to do a collaboration. Nice. If Going In Raw ha- was going to have a branded product like a Going In Raw alcohol or beauty products or snacks or whatever, what would you come out with? Donuts, baby! That'd be awesome. Going In Raw branded donuts. Friend donuts. Friend donuts. It's 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 done. It's done. We should find out, see if there's any uh, licensing company you know, that put your fucking yeah, 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 with face on they, merch. You, you, they, some company makes the donuts and they just... Put your friend donut club, and, yeah. Put your logo and stuff on it. That's good. Uh, Alex Foster in kayfabe. What determines which superstars get pyro and which don't? The same thing as out of kayfabe. Their contract. Yeah. You know, kayfabe uh, contracts are kayfabe. Yeah. Oh, Maddie, Daddy here. Gift. Uh, sorry, subbed here for five months. Says thanks for answering my question. I'm the Matt in Matt and Caleb. Oh, well, thank you, Maddie, Daddy, two thousand nine. Cool. Thank you so much. Uh, Moses says, what do you think the Ezekiel payoff will be? He says he's hoping for Elias versus Ezekiel at Mania. That would be awesome. Spend all that money on, you know, get one guy for the live crowd in like a green screen suit. Mm-hmm. But here at home, we get to see, yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, Cody, who do you think will be the first person to beat Cody? Ooh. Should be Roman, really. Yeah. Cody just builds up a big-ass record and faces Roman, and then Roman 
Oh, smash them, shines them, pins them, stacks them. Yeah, it could be. Could be. Roman. Yeah. Uh, anyways, that's going to do it. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.